An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an elegant weapon episode 428, Astronomicon 6, part 2. Thanks for tuning in, kids. I hope you enjoyed part one of our Astronomicon 6 extravaganza. We're going to keep rolling right on this week. Conversations with the one and only Mr. Garrett Gunn, Mr. Ming Chen, and Mr. Dirk Manning. Ain't going to fuck around. Let's get into it. Booyah. Good. Oh, hello. We're here at Astronomicon we 6. We are indeed. We're having fun. <gasps> so much. Are you having lots of fun? Yeah, obviously. I've had a little too much. To it's drink. been like three years since I've seen I know. I missed your so face. Pretty. You're so cute. I know. Yeah. Do you want to tell me about the 19 yes. comic books you have coming out this month? <laughs> Just this month? Just this month, um, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them. What's yeah. going on, man? Uh, Keep it straight for the people. We all know I about mean, Good Boy. Listen, the big we thing... We all know about Little listen, Red Ronin. Listen, the big thing right now is the Curse of Cleaver County. Here we go. So we're launching a whole horror universe at Sourcepoint Press called the Curse of Cleaver County. Everything is tied together into this big, giant, awful place, Cleaver County, and every five issues... The story changes creative teams, changes locate like towns within Cleaver County. Right. Everything. It's awesome. awesome. Always fresh, always different, and it covers every subgenre of horror. That's pretty sweet, dude. Yeah, because like I listen, I love like really shitty late Nate late eight like God I can't talk. Late nineties, early two thousands, like teen scream slashers. Right, right. And Josh loves like super fucked up, like satanic he likes evil some shit. Fucked up shit. Yeah. yeah. And so we're like, we can make both of these things. Bro, you just knocked the drink over. My just, gosh. It's these McIntyre kids. They're just Go causing havoc. Up. That's why I told you not to throw it. This is what happens when you raise con kids, man. Uh, he's insane. This kid. What can you expect that out of? My lord, you gotta, I'm gonna beat him. I'm gonna beat him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we, what we loved is that, like, we wanted to create a product that, like, no matter what kind of horror you were into, right, right, it, like, scratched everybody's itch. That's a cool idea, so, man. Yeah. So it's not just a connected universe; it's almost like connected genres. Yeah. That's so cool, like man. this month uh, was the first, like, first time you could order the ongoing series, right. Chris Cleaver County Number One. Yeah. Uh, and then. It's going to be an ongoing series. So what's the team? Is it like anthology, like mini anthologies then? Or is the same team oh. going to be writing every so, book? Or no, like- so it goes from, um, so like the first five issues is me, Kit Wallace, and Dave Lentz, uh, okay. and Christy Blanche editing it. Right. Uh, we're doing the whole first five issues. It's like one big arc. Right. Uh, and then after that, there's a trade, and then it goes like the second five issues is, okay. No, he's all wet. I know. Uh <laughs> 
<laughs> the second five issues, it becomes like, okay, we're going to switch to a new location and we're going to like, you know, then it's Josh Werner and uh, I think Dennis Menier, which I don't think we've announced yet. Wow, that's uh, From Ethereus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is going to draw his five issues. Wow, that's um, cool, And man. it covers a different killer. So like every five issues is a different killer in a different location, sometimes a different time period. Is there any connecting thread Tons. through it? Like is Tons. there a character? We're, we're working or? so far in advance right now because like there's Easter eggs in issue one of my series okay. that like won't pay off to like issue twenty. Okay. And you're gonna cool. just be reading it and be like, wait a minute. Like, right. What is this? So does the plot just interweave or do you have like a through character or are there the plot, characters there, jumping the, in between? There the is, stories? there's characters okay. that switch. Sometimes the killers are gonna overlap and we're gonna get crossovers, Ooh. some Freddy vs. Jason kind of action, you know? Nice, like, nice, um, nice. Yeah, and like you'll see characters like the Scream Queen from mine, Jenny Harlow, will show up in other stories of other killers, you know, right. whether it be like directly showing up or like showing up in a newspaper headline or whatever. It's awesome. Dude, everything's connected. So everything's crazy. This is like Source Point kind of getting back to their roots, too. That's the you know theme I mean? of this that, year. That kind of honing, bro. Yeah, We're that, going back to our roots, like horror, just like going punk rock, fucking like horror publisher. That's what it was built on, yeah. man. That, yep. that was hitting the, the road heart and like things, selling right? horror books, bro. Right, yeah. Right. Not only selling horror books but selling the most goddamn adorable little cuddly kaiju <laughs> that anyone yeah. could have seen in their life tell I us know. about the kaijus because I know this is only yeah. the second show that they're actually yeah, on cuddly, the table, so right? cuddly kaiju was supposed to debut at New York Comic Con there's a bunch of logistical issues getting them here from overseas so like this is like one of the first times we've had them out so cuddly kaiju is a uh, like a whole line of plushies that we do uh, the original designs were by Jay Fosgett who oh, yeah. I'm sure fans of the show know they will know Jay uh, yep and, uh, and Jay, uh, Jay worked with me on the story, the Ashcan, where we kind of told the origin of these characters uh, awesome. and this like magical crystal that kind of like conjures monsters. What are their um, names again? So we've got Wingnut, the air assault kaiju. Right. We've got Squid Vicious, who's like <laughs> a siren, uses his butt like a siren to like lure sailors to their death. Okay. Uh, and we've got Double Heather, the first conjoined twin kaiju. Awesome. Uh, and then we've got Thrasher, who's like the first punk rock kaiju. That's very fun. Yeah. Jay's come up with some amazing designs and they're so soft. Yeah, I know. Like, that the was the biggest no thing. Joke. They're incredibly the soft material. Thing was we wanted them to be super soft, super squishy, like wanted them to be very comfortable. Yeah, and so people don't uh, misunderstand. It's not like when you see at a con when they'll make like horror dolls or monster dolls. <laughs> yeah, and, these like, are look pro. Gross. Yeah. These are actually adorable. Yeah. These are great for kids. Yep. And, and, and 25 bucks a pop. Yeah. I was very surprised when I heard that yep. price Absolutely, mark because yeah. it's very affordable yeah. for a plushie, man. Absolutely. Like a well-made plushie, too. Absolutely, And the man. kids seem to be loving it. They do, like more more than we can handle. Now <laughs> you have an actual claw machine we do. set up here. Yeah. Full of Listen, it's, a, it's a whole gimmick because yeah, you get course. the parents, right. let the kids play the claw machine, and when they inevitably don't win, the parents have to buy them one. Yeah, but you know the parents are always <laughs> gonna take a shot. They always the claw look at us and they're too, like, right? you son of a bitch. Right? <laughs> nice. Well, hey. Tactics are tactics. Yep, exactly. Got to yeah. make that dollar dollar exactly. bill. Exactly. Um, that's very exciting. Source yeah. Point getting back to its horror roots. Yep. Um, but you do have a bunch of stuff coming out, man. Like so much all know? the time. Right. Yeah. So what's the deal? Are you just like mentally ill? Yes. No. What's the churn out? What's the like? When are you right? Do you have a set time that you write, or does it just come out when you feel like it? You must spend a fair amount of time. To get this much shit out of you. Yeah, I mean, these days I, you know, work as the chief branding officer and, you know, right. do everything at the company for like variants and exclusives. So now I write at night. <laughs> I go right. home, put my kids to bed, and just hammer. Is it a hammer thing for you? Yeah. 
I, yeah, yeah, I mean, it comes much. and goes, you know, right, like sometimes right. I'm like, ooh, not in the headspace for it. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, most of the time, I mean, most nights, at least at least something. Do you have a solid environment? Like, do you always write in the same place? Are you a laptop writer? Do you I cannot write on a laptop. I hate you, it so can much. You hand write your fucking shit? No, but I can't, like, I have to be at my, like, computer, like at my desktop. Oh, like okay. I can't, I can't like, out. like okay. some people are like, I'm going to take a laptop wherever I go and like write wherever I am. Yeah. No, absolutely really? not. No, no right? but I did just buy a real typewriter. Oh, that's And I'm fun. determined now to start writing on a typewriter. Sure. Yeah. Is I, it like I, a modern one or like a retro? It's an electric, but okay. like, yeah, yeah, like it makes the ticky tackies, you know, and sure, like all sure, the stuff, sure. you know, yeah, so yeah. I, I think it's going to be awesome. That's, that's so much yeah. fun, dude. But, yeah, it's and you I'm just have, like, stoked. do you have a studio? Do you have, like, a... Yeah, yeah. Room? So, yeah. I've never owned a basement before. I've never had a basement. Right. We don't have well, basements in California. Moved, yes, right. I moved you, to Michigan. How long ago was right? that? Like, six months ago. Like six, Is that it? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's longer, dude. Okay, maybe... Yeah, no, it's yeah. It was, like, July. Yep. So... Wow. But, yeah, like, okay, eight, maybe. Okay, way, you moved from Cali to yep. Michigan. First time ever I've got a so basement. So, I, like, turned... Let's move to the snow. Dude, Michigan is dope. I love it so much. It's a beautiful state. Uh, but yeah, for the first time ever, I have a basement. So like, we turned the basement into my studio, uh, and it's like where I go to like do all my shameful activities. The um, first man cave. I know. I'm like growing up. Uh, it's awesome. So like, I have a whole setup, whole you desk. You were somewhere and before California that you were already used to the snow, weren't you? I lived in Minnesota when I first got out of the army. Right. I drove right. I drove lumber for Home Depot. Right. And it was awful there. So you knew what you were getting into <laughs> yeah. coming back yeah. here. Yeah. Which is unfortunate about this show because this weekend Kevin Smith and Jason Lee both had to cancel because of the wall the of snowmageddon. Snows. Yep. Like yep. March, we're almost through, and yep. then one like a half of winter's worth of snow on our heads. Yeah. One fucking day. It was wild. Just yep. ri- Ridiculous. Yeah. I'm glad to hear everything's going awesome. It's I'm glad to hear it's all spilling it, out of your head. I love it. Yeah, and it's and, good to uh, see you. It's good to see you, brother. It's been oh. too fucking long. Everybody get yeah. out there. Check out Garrett Gunn <gasps> and everything me. he does. Because oh, he does a fuck so ton. And it's all great and so super sweet. fun. Well, that's you. You're fun. You know, I mean, you're not just I a fun person, fun. but your work is all fun. fun. You know? If anybody's like, you know, what? I accept this. You hit the different genres in a way, yep. but you, you, they're all in the same Derek Keep fresh. fun stupidity. You know, yeah, way. but yep. you, no, there's a lot of stupidity. Too much. Listen, it's, not, it's stupid, but that's okay. Yeah, either way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, kids, get on there. Check out Garrett Gunn. Check out all his stuff. <laughs> check out Source Points Cuddly Kaiju's. What's, what's the best next like thing happening for you? <laughs> I'm doing an X-rated book called Murder Bukaki. What? That's going to be on Kickstarter. Yeah. Murder Bukaki? Murder Bukaki. Explain. That's all you have to know. Is it really? All it's, I it's, have? It's, it's, it's about porn's greatest super couple, Rex Riley and Ramona Rose, <laughs> who, get, who turn into a supervillain team uh, after they're betrayed by like this shitty director like who stages an accident to kill them off. Uh, and they come back as the supervillain team, Murder Bukaki. I love your brain. It's I so, love it's your beautiful, so insane, beautiful yeah. unique brain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, brother. I love you. Right on. Ad for Zoom. Like, oh, fuck. Jesus Christ, right? Go, go offload your files after this. <laughs> yeah, give yeah, your laptop sure here. Cool. Yeah. Getting very nice technical advice from our good friend, Mr. Ming Chen, of right course. here. What's up, everybody? Astronomicon 6. We're in your home state, brother. Yeah, I can't believe it's 6. 6, six yeah. years. You know what? It's gone by so fast. I remember the very first one. It feels like it was yesterday, and I hate to sound like a cliche, 
but like these are so much fun and so well run like it just flies it's a unique show man there's like no... dustin was just saying you were the very first guest ever booked for this show yeah which yeah. is crazy i think uh mike mike winninger who uh he who books the guests he has right. a hand in that saw me at a, a walking dead convention oh yeah started talking find out i was from michigan and yeah. i guess he liked me he's like we gotta get this guy for the con we're 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 setting up and yeah i i didn't and i didn't know i was the very first one i thought like you know what don't, don't you want like you know like Kane Hodder or sure, yeah. Bill Mosley, like yeah, no yeah. Ming Chen. Yeah, why not, man? Yeah, that's the cool it. thing about this show. It's so unique. It's so its own thing. Yeah, you can't compare it to any other kind of cons going on out there. Really. Yeah, and I think if another one's like, oh, I like what they're doing. Let's let's rip that idea off. They could not. There's no way they could replicate no, this. No, there's yeah. a certain heart to the fans, to yeah. the family, to the this whole fucking scene, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. And and I, what I love, I, I I love Twisted. I'm a big Twisted fan, right? Uh, especially after Astronomicon, but. They, you know, they take their music background and their event planning background from the music world, right? Incorporate it into a comic con world, much smoother run. I wish every con was run like. And this. And they're just such big geeks themselves, you know, yeah, which is awesome. They we, love this shit. Yeah, we joked a lot of conventions. Like you start looking at the guests they book, it's like, oh, they're not really running a con to make money. They're running a con so they can meet the people. They're booking for their guests fans, man. for themselves. For their people. They're yeah. doing it for themselves, though. Right. Which I right. started noticing. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. They've had a hell of a journey. Talking yes. about a fucking journey. Hey, yes. Tristratus Stratus has just I, entered the building, as you all may hear. Oh, Ming's going to run for a hug from Tristratus. Stratus. Now, currently, Ming is hugging Tristratus. Stratus. And they're chatting. You might be able to hear her saying hi to Ming. This is me vamping. Vamping as Ming takes a photo with Tris Stratus. I could just shut up and edit this out. Probably will, but maybe I won't. Sorry, it's sorry, right. sorry. How my, cool uh, is it my... though to get friendly with all these people doing the circuit, right? Oh, it's like, the best. Like I'm, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm just a, I'm, I, I tell you, I'm just a kid from Michigan. Right. I, you know, I, you know, I, I watch cartoons. Yeah. You know, I went to the toy store. I bought comics. Like right. I'm just a fan. Well, fuck. Take it back, Ming. Here you are. You're in Michigan. You're just some fucking fanboy yes. on the internet. Yeah. You make a website about someone you're a fan of. Right, and it that works. That person happens to see the fucking website, says, hey, can you do this for me? Yeah. Decades later, yes. you're in movies. In, you're touring around I'm, I'm the world. In the, the sequel to the movie that I made the website for. It's yeah, it's very weird. It's right? weird. Yeah. yeah, but you know, I made that site because I love the movie. Yeah. So I try to tell people, like, dude, do what you love. It'll, it'll, it'll probably work out. Right. It'll probably work out. I don't know when it will work out. It'll probably work out. To the point now where you're becoming a bit of a podcasting guru yourself I'm with trying. the shared universe, man. I'm trying. Like, it's podcasting is not rocket science. Like, literally, you hit a button and we're podcasting. However, still, you, you, the, you start a whole studio. That's yeah. some fucking effort. Man. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think a lot of people want to get their, their like, whatever they love, like, they want to talk about it. And right. the podcasting is that avenue to give them an audience and get them together with their friends. Right. And, I like, inherently, though, and I love how Kevin always put podcasting, you know, he did, started Smodcast with Scott Mosier. Right. And he was like, listen, this isn't really about, like, release, like putting on a show or whatever. This is me and you being able to hang out for an hour every week. Because, exactly. we, you know, now we're busy. We're... Yeah. You know, we got, you know, we're in the Hollywood system, whatever. Yeah. But it gives, gives us a legit hour to sit down and be friends for an hour. Like, yeah. You know? And have great conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? for sure. And to me, like, that's what it's all about. And that's Absolutely. what I, you know, I try to impart to yeah. all our podcasts. So, like, listen, cause, you know, people come in, it's like, so when do we get big? I'm like, listen, you, you, <laughs> it could happen. I'm not guaranteeing it happens. Uh, it could happen. I'm not saying that if you start a podcast, you'll get a TV show. Now, it did happen not. to me. Yeah. But I'm not saying that it won't happen. Right. 
but I'm not going to tell you it's going to happen right away or or Dude, the or at all. The landscape has changed. I'm oh, about yeah. to up this show for the 12th year. Yeah. 12 fucking years. Yeah. I have yeah. been doing this right. nonsense. I haven't gotten anywhere. Yeah. But I've made incredible friends and yeah. had crazy adventures. Yeah, and exactly. Partied with celebrities. Yeah, and we just because I hit record. Yeah, exactly. Right? And you yeah. know, we you know, and every year we become better. Yeah. We get cooler gear. Yeah. You know, we 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 you know we become mentors. What's the setup? Like, how many little studios do you got? So like, we got we have three studios now. Okay. Um, and they're all really cool. And, you know, if you come in, so all the stuff I collect at conventions, it all goes up on the wall of the studio. Oh, so yeah, people nice. come in, it's like, oh, my God, you got, you know, get a, a Thor. Well, I see the set, yeah. which looks awesome. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah. you got Thor's hammer. It's like, oh, you met, like, you know, you met Paul Rudd. That's cool. Or, you know, or, or it's like, here, pick up a lightsaber. Right. Swing it around. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, I think it puts them at ease, and they like coming in. It's comfortable Be- atmosphere. Yeah, because, listen, yeah. there are recording studios out there. But they're intimidating. You go sure. in there's like black and yeah, black yeah. and gray sound tiles on the wall, mics like no fun. They're not fun. No, they're not fun. Not I want fun yeah. because you know why we do this because it's fun. Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. why I do it. Creating that environment. How's Mike doing? I haven't seen Mike in Mike is a doing good. Yeah, he, uh, he's he's you know he's he's taking on a, a monumental uh, task, which is he's now full time manager of. Jan's on Bob's secret stash. So yeah, man. it's you know it's no longer a ten to six job. It's a twenty four eight eight. 24 hours, eight days a week job now. Right, and, uh, right. He's, yeah, he's been very busy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's kind of become, like, Kevin's, like, right-hand man in Jersey now. And, uh, yeah, they're yeah, doing yeah. some cool shit, though, over there, Oh, man, man dude. He yeah. bought a movie theater. Oh, dude, yeah. He bought a freaking movie theater. How exciting. He gets to do all of the fucking cool stuff. Yeah, right? which is like, great. Like, so yeah. as a geek, like, what are the two things, like, you hope you get rich enough to buy, which is, like, a comic book shop yeah. and your own movie theater. Right, like, especially the one you grew up going to. Yeah, that was the one right? his dad, like, yeah. would take Have you to been? as a kid. Yeah. Oh, I've been, man. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. been. Yeah, he's like, hey, you know, I'm going to do like a Mallrats reunion. We'll fly Jason Lee and oh, Jeremy that's London. Oh, right. They did that over. with Jeremy London. We'll screen yeah. the movie and then we'll do Q&A with them afterwards. Like, oh, and like, like, and he can cool. make it happen like that. Yeah, yeah. And he did. It was awesome. Okay, so I finally got to really meet Kev this okay. year. Uh, back home in Mississauga, right outside of Toronto, yes. there's Gotham Central Comics and Collectibles. Yes. Number one goddamn LCS yep. in fucking Canada place is goddamn amazing yeah andrew thomas who is the letterer yep, yep, for, for uh, all yep. kevin's books great guy yeah great guy that's his shop yeah you know and we all hang out there yeah. and that's our little crew so through him talking to mike we arranged a kevin smith day yeah. at gotham kevin came and <laughs> yeah. my god dude there's a couple hundred people there it's like two o'clock on like a thursday yeah. So it wasn't huge, but no. there's a you know a good right. like 150 a, people I think was the limit. Yeah. So he comes in, and before he even sits down, he goes through the whole line, and he shakes everybody's hand. Yeah, hey, and says, thanks for coming. He takes thanks control. for coming. You're he's awesome. He's been doing this for so long. Oh, yes, he has. All right, guys, can we move this here, yeah. please? And he starts. He takes the phone. He does like seven yep. or eight selfies yeah. and passes it on. But the thing that really struck me was how when you were talking to him. He treated everybody in that room with the exact same level yep. of respect yeah. that he must treat everybody with. Yeah, because he, know, he knows, like, once you walk away, you're going to talk about that experience. Like, oh, man, I met Kevin. It wasn't, like, a three-second thing. Right. We talked. We took selfies. Yeah. And uh, he knows that, like, people spread that. It's like, oh, man, like, Kevin's a Has great... he always this. just oozed that, like, that genuineness? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah he always has. I, I, we laugh because, uh, you know, I, I, was, I was a fan. They hired me, and, you know, now we're friends. Right. But I, I've always said, like, He's kind of like that your geek friend who just happened to make it big, yeah. And, it was, and then you know it's big enough where people are like, hey, hey, so do you want to write Batman? And he writes Batman. So he's your friend that writes like a Batman comic book. Yeah. Your friend who makes a movie. Yeah. Your friend who you know hangs out with Ben Affleck. Like, yeah, but yeah. he's still like 
that guy, like that that, that friend right. that that yeah, he, like he yeah, 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 he didn't really change that much after he got. That's famous, the thing so. that hit me most though. Is like I always knew he's Kevin was cool. I've met him at a show or two, just like super briefly. Yeah. But this is the first time I got to kind of really engage with him because yep. he gave me a bumper for my 420 yep. episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's in your eyes. Yep. You know how they talk about Tom Cruise? Oh yeah, and yeah. how he makes you he, feel heard. It's like Kevin has the same he, shit. He talked about it that uh, when Kevin met Tom Cruise, he said that uh, Tom engages you, he draws you in, right? Like makes you feel like you're same thing with yeah, him. Yeah, though. yeah, Absolutely, yeah, yeah right? so for sure. Yeah. Good stuff. Without the Scientology, yes. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> Clearly. So what's on the docket next? Where are you heading next? I'm um, going to Kansas City next. Big, big convention called Planet Comic Con. Right on. Um, there's, uh, yeah, and I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm, just, I'm podcasting. I'm trying to make everything, I'm trying to juggle a lot of things, man. So, That's awesome. Yeah, but, yeah, Kansas City. Might go to C2E2 in Chicago. That's exciting. Um, yeah, there's, there's yeah. so much stuff. Well, we're going to do yeah. what we can to get your ass north of the border. No, again, I really want to come to Toronto. I love time. Toronto. I'll show you around. Show you a good Time, my friend. Yes, I appreciate yeah. it. Yes, yeah. All the uh, Molsons, all the Labats, my friend. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. Everybody, check out a yeah. shared universe. Uh, you got it's all on Facebook. You oh yeah, yeah. You'll find that it. shit. Find it. Find me, and and I'll probably be coming to a city near you. Just very, stay tuned. Very cool. Ming Chen, thank you very much, my friend. Thank you. Good times. <laughs> Twenty years of terror begins. Right fucking now. Oh. Here we are, kids, at Astronomicon 6, oh. celebrating the 20-year career of writing horror shit by our wonderfully good friend, Mr. Dirk motherfucking Manning. Congratulations on 20 years of mayhem, sir. <laughs> For those of you that can't see it at home, I'm fighting back tears right now because <laughs> it's like... Yeah, man. It just hit me like, yeah, thank you, Jay. Um, shit, man. Yeah, Monday, we're recording this Saturday at Astronomicon 6. We were joking before we started, you know, it's not even the end of the day Saturday, my throat shot. From You've been so busy much as talking. shit today, man. It's been nuts. I haven't come by your table once without anybody here. No, yeah. no, and uh, which I'm so grateful for, so thankful for. Monday, so this is Saturday, Monday is 20 years on the nose of my first published work dropping online. The first two pages of Nightmare World going up. But yeah, 20 years, man. It's like a career now, right? I it's guess. half your life almost, man. Yeah. You really look at it. Yeah, I mean, like, like, what, were you early 20s when you, when you dropped that shit? Yeah, well, how old am I now? Yeah, like mid, mid, late 20s mid, 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 mid late 20s in Still, there. Still, you're yeah. in your 20s anywhere. You're a pup. Yeah, yeah well, that you're was it. You're a fucking pup. That was it, man. And uh, to be where I'm at now... And to be at Astronomicon 6, to have your action figures. I'm shaking in front of the microphone. That's how delirious I am. I'm so right, tired. Right. But to have, like, action figures of, of made of me by a company that made action figures of Cheech and Chong and Art the Clown from Terrifier and Twisted and Guar. Like, back, back in my 20s, right, I was doing music journalism. I was interviewing people like Guar. Right. Now my toys are alongside of Guar. Right. You know, and it's, who <laughs> it's is at real. this show? Yeah. Guar is at this Dude, show. As you often proclaim, hashtag earned, man. And I would also oh, like to congratulate I that to you. other people, but thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm calling this shit out right now. All right. Uh, a you're little gonna, while ago, a couple yeah. years ago, there yeah. was some fucking stupid fucking shit going down in this world. And that stupid shit was dealt with. That stupid shit 
was left to be the stupid shit that it fucking should be. And what did you do? You took your stock, you took your time, and you did what you needed to do to get through an incredibly fucking shitty time in life, in your career, in the whole fucking thing. You handled it with grace, you handled it with maturity, you handled it with patience, you handled it with kindness, you handled it with humility. All these things, all these words, a few of which I think you'll even admit aren't always identified with Mr. Dirk Manning, but at this point can undeniably be said have become such a bigger part of your core that the hashtag earned thing is more relevant now than I think it's ever been in your career. I think what you had to go through and where you've come to it and the way that you handled it and when you are patient enough to let the truth be known and let the the light come through as it should fucking come. Right, right. And are patient enough and all that shit I'm saying. I know what you're saying. It has come around full circle for you in a beautiful, beautiful way. And I just want to tell you well, how proud of you as your friend I thank am. You. Thank you. For the you. way that you handled everything and everything that's coming to you now is so more than earned, my friend. Well, well thank you first. No, yeah. sincerely. Um, it's funny, you know, yeah, 2020 was, was rough for a lot of us in a lot of different ways. And, you know, you were one of the people that finally, when I was like, people wanted to hear from me I came on the show and we talked about it much more than we anticipated we said we're going to do five minutes we're going to move the, <laughs> move the hell on and it became like a 40 minute right. perhaps rambling screed I don't, it's I don't a know it's habit of ours right it, it is <laughs> but um, you said something right there that really kind of cut me to the quick a little bit which is about the fact that words that aren't normally associated with Dirk Manning you know and the thing is one of the things that I learned in, in 2020 when the world had to take a break. Everyone had to take a break from everybody. There was no conventions. Personal uh, human interaction was limited. And you really, everyone started to find out a lot about themselves and other people. Right. And one of the things I was able to step back and realize is that for, at that point, let's call it 17 years, the persona the facade of Dirk Manning was largely it was curated but it was largely blank people didn't know a lot about me as a person right and and what happens as a result is the people can then go up and write the story they want to write on you and when there's nothing else there that becomes the story you know right. and it's like the old Mark Twain thing you know uh, about, you know, uh, an untruth can travel around the world before the truth puts its shoes on, right? right? Yeah. And, and again, I'm not looking to rehash anything, but the fact of the matter is a lot of things were said about me that were not very accurate, but that was the only things that were being said. Yeah. And I just, with the support of some friends, personally and professionally, I stepped back. I took my, I took my fucking lumps um, and realized... Curating a persona that was largely like an empty, it was like a hollow Easter bunny right. candy, right? Right. There's that surface, but when someone squeezes it and puts pressure on it, it just crumbles. And uh, anybody, like, let's take Travis McIntyre, you know, uh, CEO of Oxide Media Source Point Press. 
I'll be real. I don't know if I've ever said this before. People used to come up to him and be like, God, man. And this is like pre-2020 even. How the hell do you work with Dirk Manning? That guy must be a raging, a raging egomaniac. He's just a, probably a nightmare. And, and Travis will tell you this. He would tell me, he goes, you don't know Dirk. He is one of the most humble hard-working team player guys but people see the Dirk Manning at Astronomicon karaokeing Pantera right. Right. or this this persona aspect of my work and, and I realized I, I had to I had to step back a little bit and uh, I, I had to step back a little bit and really um, it's still I'd still it's still it's still hard for me to let my walls down uh, yeah, we can be interrupted. But yeah, yeah, you know, it, it's still it's still hard for me to let my walls down because boundaries are so important. Right. And but let people see that the gregarious, outgoing, over the top, self promotion hype machine is one small facet of what I do. But I'm a. I, I, I'm well, you're a human fucking being, and more right, to my point right, is this: right, like I right. kind of went so- through something kind of similar right. recently, where yes, I was did. forced to look at myself. Right. I was forced to look in a mirror, and whether when you're in that situation, it's uh-huh. not just the things that are being said or the untruths or right. the accusations that you're examining. Those things force right. you to look at your whole spectrum of yourself. Right. And then you find the things that no one else sees that you realize in your own self you need to improve. Right. For yourself. Absolutely. Just to be a better, happier person for yourself. Yes. And yes. this is what I am very proud of you for Thank having you. done. Because I know personally how difficult it is to go through that process. Well, it is. It is. Yeah. And, and you got to step back. you got to reflect. And you got to look at some stuff you don't like. I, I've said from, from my whole life, one of my, my, one of my, my grandpa-isms that my grandpa told me back in the day is he's like even the thinnest pancake has two sides right yeah right yeah and that's so crucial so true and and the natural inclination for people is to uh negate and suppress the bad and promote the good right but even the thinnest pancake has two sides yeah but what's happened to your point is is since 2020 and the world shut down uh that opportunity to step back and readjust and recenter and refine myself and then get to come out right the amount of success that I've been able to enjoy with my with my peers and my friends and my publishers has been awe-inspiring and I definitely have to tie that to Recentering, right? Yeah. You know, I gotta yeah. tie that to recentering myself and refinding, and like, you drift. Yeah. yeah. Seventeen years into the game, you drift, and I had to step back and say, "Who am I? Yeah. What do I like about myself? What do I like about the way I've done my business, personally and professionally? And then, what do I not like? Yeah. And you know what? I can come out of this. I can reset. The people that want to whether it be give me another chance or continue to roll with me or give me grace as a human being and not as a only a persona. Right. You know. And as a result, three years in a row, three Ringo nominations. Right. Number one best selling yeah. book on yeah. Amazon. Yeah. You know, Fucking first, right. first original graphic novel See? advertised on cable yeah, television. Man. Uh uh, uh position a uh, paid position with Source Point Press as special project manager. Yeah. Lon Cheney. All this stuff, man. 
and it's like that's me. Yeah, see, that's that's right. that's the good I want to carry, and I and carry that. But I don't carry that load alone either. I carry that good with people that are my they're my peers, they're my coworkers, well, but they're my friends. You learn who your real you friends learn who your really real are, friends right? are. You know, yeah, it's yeah. easy. It's easy to come eat at the table and then leave and not have to clean up. Well, do you know how well you know? that did for me as well? That I, yeah, that helped me, that situation, clear out my friends because I was able to watch all the ones who didn't wait to hear both sides of the fucking story. Right. I was able to see, oh, you're one of those ignorant pieces of shit who just hears something <laughs> and fucking rolls with it without fucking investigating whatsoever. Unfiltered yeah. Jay Clark, ladies and gentlemen. Bye-bye. Well, I'm sorry. I'm fucking <laughs> no, done. No, no, yeah. no. I, I'm with you, though, man, because that's it. You know, People need to be... Accountability has become a huge fucking thing in this world for me. I believe it's the core uh-huh. uh, piece of humility that we all need to fucking accept about ourselves yes. is to be accountable that we're fucking human. Yes. And we can fuck up. Yes. Yet, we can fucking fix it and do better, right? Yes, yes, yes. Well, that's exactly yeah. it. And it's like... And again, it's a situation where it's like... I mean, there, there's a million parables, whether it be like he's without sin, cast the first stone, or right, it's like, right. or it's like, are you asking for uh, accountability or embarrassment, or are you putting someone else down to make yourself look taller? Right. Is this kill the king, become the king mentality? Yes, right. Or is this, you know... Uh, or is it just instinct jerk behavior? Do you know what or I mean? Some people just, just don't even think. They fucking just well, do. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. it it's, it's id, and it's superego, right? Yeah, all yeah. these things. But at the end of the day... What's important, and and sitting on 20 years, is like, I, it's so weird, man, because it's like, looking back, you know, and I made those tour shirts with like all the books for those 20 years. Yeah. I never would have predicted year one, year 10, year 15, year 17, I would not have predicted that year 20 would be this professionally, personally, and even, and, I, and, I, and people are going to laugh I say this word, spiritually mm-hmm. fulfilling. No, it's very important. You man. know, and it's like working with uh, my friends and yeah. my, my friend group is positive. Yeah. My people are positive. And we've all lost people, right? And relationships, oh, relationships change, relationships yep. evolve and things like that. But my God, man, I, I just said to a buddy of mine earlier, I, I told him, there's another one of my, my grandpa-isms that my grandpa used to always tell me. And, and this is a quote from other people, too, over the years. But if you find yourself depressed, first ask yourself if it's because you're surrounded by assholes. <laughs> you know? And I'm not saying that, like, Which is oh, funny that we are surrounded by assholes. Oh, yeah, literally. Because there literally. to be space balls right now. Right, right. Sorry. <laughs> and, and, no, no. But I'm not saying that, man, if you don't roll with me, you're a dick. No. But it's like... Who are you surrounding yourself with? Right. And who are you rolling with? Who are you working with? Boundaries, man. Bound, and then yeah. those everything's a concentric circle. Everything's like dartboards or like a bullseye, right? Your concentric circles, who you're working with, who you let in, who you can trust, who you can roll with, who you can be honest with, who's going to hold you accountable for your bullshit in right? a healthy way, yeah. and who's going to entrap like you. actually with, care about you. Right? Yeah, and who's going yeah. to trap you? Who's going right. to try to set you up? Right. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, 20 years in the game, and I'm sitting at Astronomicon. I mean, I, like I said, it's Saturday. My voice is gone. <laughs> I you haven't know. seen you this happy in fucking years, man. No, like, I, like, I, I like you, been this the happy passion is there, the heart is full, yeah. you can fucking see it, man. I feel like I have all the passion and drive of year one 
with all the experience of year 20. That's a dangerous man it's right da- there. It is, it's, it's dangerous, dangerous because what's that? Well, look at the results. Yeah, yeah. Tony Schiavone, Arn Anderson, right. Ron Chaney. You know, all these books, and, and my, my career own books too, you know, and stuff like that. Hope Volume 2, yeah. Right or Wrong, Home to, oh, Mystery Volume 5, you know, all these things coming out now that it's just like... This Lon Chaney shit is the uh, the culmination of all of this wonderful fuckingness. Yeah. By the way, I don't know if you fucking noticed, but Lon Chaney Jr. and I do share the same birthday. Yeah, yeah, right? no, right? That, no right? coincidence. See, this is the cosmic right. fucking right, forces, right, meaning right. it was meant to fucking happen. right? How's that going? Where are we at with uh, things? No, really good, man. Things yeah. are moving right ahead. Mariana Pescosta is rocking her pages. Uh, Josh Warner's doing Curse of the Wolfman. Just absolutely wrecking the game. On, on, you know, Josh Warner's such an incredible writer. Doing the work on that. Uh, Stan Yek's character designs, Curse of the Wolfman, are incredible. Right. People are going to lose their minds when they see London After Midnight. Right. Mayor Pascosta does Haunted High Ends with Twisted. I'm sure she's Incredible. The work she's doing on this because of the way we're approaching the art to look like an old black and white film. It's 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 right. It's mine. Uh, people are I can't just going to lose their mind, man. I bet you it's going to look cool. Oh. I was talking with Garrett uh, Gunn there a little earlier. Yeah, yeah. And we were talking about how uh, you know Source Point's getting back to its roots. Yes. It's getting back to the horror that made it Source Point. Yes. And it's beautiful because it's these unique passion projects that kind of helped build Source Point in the first place. And that's another perfect example of the drift, right? I mean, I've been I've been ride or die with Source Point before I ever was officially affiliated with them. Right. There's evolution, there's drift, there's things that we do that we think are a good idea at the time that we gotta step back and like, who am I? Right. Who am I at my core? And, and am I acting in a way that pres- that represents who I am? Yeah. And with Josh Warner at the head of the EIC up at Source Point Press and getting back to our horror roots in a more focused, slim line of books that are all clangers and bangers, man. Right, right, right. Clangers and bangers. We're yeah. just going. We're yeah. just going. And I'm so excited it's about the future of the company. time coming, man. Yeah, it's man. cool Very fucking cool. shit happening. I'm ready for 20 more. 20 I'm more. For, <laughs> five, you know, I'm ready Dude, for 20 more. I've been more. honored to witness about 10 of it. So, oh, you know, know and I feel you. It's, isn't it fun getting old and mentally healthier? If you isn't do it the right? damnedest thing? <laughs> yeah. Isn't I'm about to up this thing? show for the 12th fucking time. I know, man. 12 it, fucking and years of this huge. bullshit. It's fucking ridiculous. No, it's, but the thing <laughs> is, you provide such a service uh, to creators. You provide such a unique and impactful voice to this stuff. You are one of the greatest comic book interviewers. Oh, no. No, no, listen, listen, listen. No, it's not. I just... Listen, no, listen, listen, listen. There's not... One, there's not a ton of you. (laughs) (laughs) No, but no. There was before the pandemic, though. I'll tell you that fucking much. But in all seriousness, I was talking to... uh, You know, I know you interviewed Drina Joe earlier, and we were talking about this the other day, uh, about how so much of the history of our industry and the evolution of the professional aspects of our industry are unwritten. And looking at uh, the evolution of online comics, for example, looking at the evolution of who were the early podcasters and things right. like that. Yeah. No one may write a book one day about, oh, and you know, the evolution of online comics. And if they did, maybe they would, if they're smart, they'd include me, I guess. And I'm not bragging. I mean, I was there on the ground floor. Maybe yeah, they wouldn't. Sure. But the same with podcasting. You are one of those guys. And I know you had people before you that helped you, just like I had people before me that helped me. There weren't really many then either. But, but yeah. yeah, not, but right. 
the impact that you have had and what you contribute to this industry and the creators is powerful and impactful and it matters. So thank you too. I appreciate that like you can't understand you because no, I think as podcasters, we're one of the worst for imposter syndrome, right? Because like we just don't make comics, we're just talking. It seems so easy that it really inflates the fucking imposters. Yeah. But you're right, I have learned to appreciate what I have been able to, you know, contribute right. to an industry that I love right, and right. a community that I right. fucking love right so right and it's cool because you can go back it's a record you know the very first time I ever spoke words to Travis McIntyre is recorded on this show there it is the first time you can hear us speak there it is and now look at where you guys are at and now it's been 10 years later and we're like family right well, that's it so, and, and I'll, I'll say this too because I know you're going to bounce and I got to bounce what other advice my guy doing this 20 years <laughs> give it and I think you suffer from this to an extent too. You are very good at what you do, and you make it look very easy. No, no and I'm serious. And I'm gonna tell you something else. Well, thank you. I think one of the ways that I suffered, even though like books like Right or Wrong, I talk about that journey, I talk about that process, is sometimes we make it look too easy. We don't let people see that our feet hurt, that our voice hurts, that this is hard work, Very that we're grinding. And when true. people think that it looks so easy, they start to resent you. And they start to like think, I can do that, and I can do that better. Why does that guy have 12 years right, right, under his yeah, podcast? Yeah. Why does that guy have 20 fucking books out? Yeah, yeah. It's okay to let people know you're human. It's okay to let people know Absolutely. the grind. Yeah. And, and that's not always sexy. Hey, listen to it's episode 400 of this right, show. Right, you, you'll hear right. some real shit. Real shit, <laughs> right. So to everybody out there that's listening to this, that wants to get in this game, man, just, you know, you don't have to give everybody, you don't have to give the public everything, but don't be afraid to give people enough to let you know that we're not caricatures, we're not people, we're human beings, we're grinding, we're working, we're yeah. hustling. And that's okay. And, and, and it's okay. And we, at, at the end of the day, presume positive intent. Presume that people want to do better, they want to be better. Yeah. And, Remember uh, that yeah. nice and kind are not the same thing. Amen. At all. I always be kind. It. Always I, be kind. But you can't always be nice. My rules used to be work hard, be nice, and no excuses. Right. This year they changed. And I don't know if I've ever said this publicly before. Now they are work smart, be kind, and be accountable. There you go. I love it. I love it, and I love there you, Dirk Manning. There it is. Congratulations on 20 motherfucking ah, years of fucking you. terror, my thank friend. You. And thank you, everybody out there. Thank you. Appreciate you, bro. Kids, that's Dirk motherfucking Manning. That's Astronomicon 6. That's all we're going to have on this episode. Of Weapon. What do we do, Dirk? We take it easy.